bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I ate clean berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, man! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. I feel pain. Pain for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake and then break. Shake it back. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Your time in Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist on it. was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Oh! And that sound right there lets you know that the Varsity Radio Show has taken over the airways. Welcome to 88.5. JFM. We're so excited to have you here. And what makes this show great? I think it's the guys in the room with me. And to my right, the legend, the future mayor of Albertville, maybe even the governor. Who knows? Who knows? He may be moving up the ladder. The future mayor of Albertville, my good friend, Quentin Williams. Hey, good afternoon. It is uh, MS great to be with you guys. Yeah. This summer's been blazing crazy, but feels good today guns a blazing yes yeah. feels good just to be here this is like my little home away from home <laughs> our retreat center that's right here in the studio that's right we're your comic relief we're gonna create a campfire later and make s'mores let's do it i love s'mores i do too i really do i like s'more i need that that's the one thing i didn't get out of camp with some s'mores, s'mores. yeah i need that also in the studio, we call him the Willy Wonka Radio. There's not a greater producer on this planet. His name, Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great day. Got a great show lined up for you. Got this kid from LaGrange College. Yeah. Yeah, the Panthers. She is Morgan Grant. Mm-hmm. She will be on with us soon. We'll also have Catherine from FCA. We've got a incredible day, and it's going to start out with some really good memes, just like every every time. So you're like, I can't see it. I can't see the memes. That's okay. Go to at Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live, and I'm going to let you go with the first one because I feel like you can give this justice, Quentin. Well, it is a, um, it's a, it's a British flag, and it says, Happy Treason Day. Ungrateful colonials. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, it is. I mean, you know, thanks. Thanks, Great Ridden. Nailed it. it. Yeah, Nailed you, it. You yeah. did good. You did good there. I like that. We came out on the better end, just saying. And then, I don't know if you Stephen, have you seen this? This is oh, yeah. hilarious. And, and the Rockets red glare, Terry in his chair, gave proof through the night his reverse needs repair. Amen. Yeah. Back up, Terry. Back up, Terry. Back up. <laughs> I, love, uh, I like when he freaks out. I love it. when that video comes around. It's, it's, Every it's, 4th of July. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's amazing. Everybody plays it. So good. Uh, and this is me last week, and I'll let you finish uh, the end. 
But uh, first day of camp versus the last day of camp. That's where I was last week. Youth camp. And uh, Taylor Swift looking, looking fly on the left, followed by the first day. And the last day, Dog the bo- Bounty Hunter. Mm. Yeah, he mm. is a rough-looking dude. Man, he, he, he he's skin, had some hard times. When they say leathery skin, I think of dog. Yeah, he's had hard times. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he's been through it. <laughs> and then this one speaks to you, I think. Right? <laughs> uh, so it says, Northerner, you guys want to come over for a barbecue? Me, sure. What kind of barbecue? Pulled pork or brisket? Northerner, hot dogs. And then it's me. It's got uh, Scarlett O'Hara stares <laughs> in Southern. southern. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's true. Pre- when I was in Oregon, it's, it's when I was in Oregon, it's weird. They call like a barbecue was yeah. like what we call cookout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hamburgers, hot dogs. Yeah. They'd say, hey, we're having a barbecue. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, we're going to have something smoked. Yeah. And like, no. Yeah, we're, smoke me. Like hamburgers, hot dogs. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's not a barbecue. That's inappropriate. Uh-uh. I'm going to call a flag on that one. Yeah, when I was not. in Scotland, the same thing. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Weird. And uh, there's two baseball players. The pitcher walked up to the catcher. This is appropriate for the varsity. I just think it'd be nice if you'd visited when I was doing well, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a baseball player, you understand that. And so, hey, we're so glad that you came on today. Uh, somebody else that we're very appreciative of is the Char Burger. Home of the famous Char Grill, Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. That's the Char Burger. Shout out to BNB Video Games, sponsored up there in Albertville with 80 Style Arcade by the Pizza Hut. Great place if you're needing something to do during the summer to beat this heat. Yes. You can go in there with family. You can pay one price and play all day in the arcades there. Yeah. Really, really cool place. Or they have a retail store. Any game system, any game. Pretty awesome. Boaz Non-Cinema. They are your semi-circle movie theater need place. That is the Boaz Non-Cinema in Boaz, Alabama. Hey, we're going to throw this over to Steven and let him do what he does best. Put on great music. I got for King and Country with Amen right here on the Varsity Radio Show. King and Country's gotten better to me over time. They just they get better. Steven. Mm-hmm. How were you excited were you about that concert coming to the amphitheater? Which one? You know which one. The one that, that I mean, it still happened, though it was pouring rain? No, no, no. The one that's coming Bethel. in September. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, I know which one you said. TLC and... Really? Yeah. And Bone wow. Thugs and Harmony. I did not know that You one didn't hear that's coming? No. See, I'm focused on the Christian stuff. Like... <laughs> Chris Tomlin and Carrie Joe and all that, yeah. I immediately, when I saw that, went back to my high school days. Yeah, you were like, I'm there. Oh, man. (laughs) Every, like, 40-year-old, every 40-year-old white male is like, that's all I listen to in high school around here. Living the the dream. Yeah. You're just going to sit there and sway your phone back and forth for two hours, I can't wait to sing Waterfalls. I do know that And then song. be sad in the moment when Left Eye would use to do her rap, but she's not around to do her rap anymore. Did she die? Left Eye died, That's yeah. That's sad. It's mm. sad. I thought there were three people to TLC. Yeah. yeah. Now there's just really just TNC. TNC. <laughs> they got rid TLC. of one. Just do your thing with two. Yeah. Minus the rap. You think somebody will jump in the middle? I don't know. They said and special guests, so I'm wondering if they'll have a special guest there that'll end up doing the rap part. Or if one of Bones, Thug, and Harmony will do the rap part. Yeah. 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 It's so funny. I was talking, I was talking to somebody in uh, the know in upper government at Albertville, and they were all like, "We're afraid that 
that concert wouldn't sell very well in Albertville. They in were this wrong. Area. Oh man, it's like hotcakes. Yeah, like yeah. Everybody, you know, they have done legit good. Oh man, on the people they brought in. I mean, when you're talking about Stephen gets to advertise for him, don't you? On the Christian side, Bethel, yeah. that whole concert, that's a Bethel, huge. Did you see who in Bethel though? Like, yeah, Bethel is like a massive group. But it's literally their best. Yes. No, you're talking Brian, uh, not Brian and Te- Brian and uh, the main two of the main guys. Who am I talking about? Torwalt? Is it Torwalt? Brian Torwalt? and Katie Torwalt. Yep. Dante Bow. Uh, Dante Bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Job is with them too. That one, right? Uh, yes. Well, Job and, and Cody Carnes, they're separate from okay. Bethel. But I'm saying that's this a, particular one. Chris Tomlin, all those like that's in, like all the legends in one in one concert in Albertville, Alabama. Right. I mean, I never growing up thought we'd have that type of concert going on. I didn't think you'd have that in Birmingham. Not that arrangement of worship leaders. It's that's, interesting. That's incredible. Yeah. I just, like, it shows you, like, if you look at the concert, it shows you the list of people. I'm like, Dante Poe? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know those names of people you know. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Brian, they, Brian, and who is it? You know so many names of people. Brian and Katie? It's it. Torwalt. Torwalt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't they in it? Is it? How do, y'all, how do y'all know so many names of people? Well, I've heard Dante Bow actually led worship at our youth convention. No. So that's how I know him. I think everybody knows Kerry Job. Yeah. You know Kerry Job. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Chris Tomlin. He's one of the oldest worship leaders. Yes. I mean, I've heard Tomlin before. Yeah. I will say what's interesting in this... Uh, talking with this person and he said just wait there's like some more big announcements big ones. coming i don't doubt it and i'm like my goodness i mean how much bigger can you get than you I know guess you can i gave him some options he should go after too <laughs> you told him what he should do yeah you're good at that yeah yeah <laughs> just just throw one of them out just one <laughs> um one of them there she is one of them i said was billy idol yeah because he played, Who would a, you pair he, him with? he played a smaller venue in Eugene, so I don't think he necessarily has to have big stadiums or anything, or would have that. Yeah, there she is. But I guess and Billy still needs some money. Hey, Catherine, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm fantastic. You're not even freezing up. I know. I use a different person's phone this time. That's right. You are shaking around a little bit, like you're in an earthquake. But that's you know we can roll with that. <laughs> <laughs> Focus. <laughs> That's my ADHD. I saw, in. but I think Billy Idol would be great. Yeah, I I really am. I'm like blown away by who they brought already. I think eighties, any eighties, something eighties would be great. Yeah, just to be a throwback. I'd be okay with it. They could probably get B fifty twos. I don't. I don't know if I remember them. Oh. I should. Oh goodness. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Seth. I know. Love Shack. So, yes, I know that song. Yeah. Love Shack. Baby loves it. Yep. Yeah. Hey. Are you there? Yeah, she's there. Is she ignored? Can you see she's us? Listen to. Her. I can. Okay. Nice. Did you hear? Because I know how much y'all like Tomlin. Did y'all hear what's coming to our Albertville area? Bethel and Chris Tom. Bethel, Chris Tomlin. Carrie Job. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 
We're doing so our church, you know, is right by the, the Sand Mount Park. Yeah. So we're doing parking for this country guy. I don't know his name. I can't remember country people. He's supposed to be really big. They got you going to charge. We're going to so what we decided to do. It's a good idea. They do it in Tuscaloosa. What we decided to do is shuttle people from our place over there and just have a place they can make a donation and have it like each night they ask us to do that go toward a missionary. That's a great idea. So it wouldn't be like we're not we're not getting any money off of it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Down in Tuscaloosa, you get I mean pretty close the you, there's a Baptist church close to that Central High School if you know what I'm talking about. And they sell parking spaces for like $20 a person. Wow. Yeah. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And we have the privilege of having one of our favorite people from Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Catherine Cranford. How are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing today? Fantastic. Fantastic. Are you surviving the camp season? I'm surviving. We just came off of our break, so we're getting ready to go for the rest of the summer. Yeah, you're ready to go. We're ready. Not ready to back away. So you sent in, y'all sent in an advertisement you wanted us to talk about for uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Why don't you talk about that? Yes, so we are just really trying to promo our PLT as much as we can, which is Power Leadership Training. It is our last kind of camp for the summer. Um, It is August 6th and 7th for upcoming 6th through 12th graders. We're going to have a special speaker, David Nasser, is going to be speaking. We're going to have North Point Worship there and a private concert for all the campers by Lecrae. And so we're just really trying to get as many people as we can there as possible as campers. And if you're older than that, we'd love um, for some college-age kids to be huddle leaders as well. And we also have a special thing for any youth groups out there. For every five people, every five students from a youth group, you get a plus one. So your youth group leader can come with you and stay all weekend or can just come for that concert. And so um, every five, you get a plus one. Or if you bring 10, you get a plus two. And so if that's something any youth group or youth group leader is interested in, um, they can just call our office, contact us, and let us know if they want to stay that whole weekend or just for the concert. And we'd love to allow youth group um, leaders to come as well. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. And what were those dates again? August 6th and 7th. Okay, awesome. August 6th and 7th. Are you going to get up there and rap with Lecrae? I don't know. I'm not really a rapper. We do have another summer staffer, JP. He really likes to rap. Um, yeah. He raps with KB at our previous PLT, so he might get up there and rap with That's him. awesome. Catherine, I just wanted to hear your best jam. I just, just let you, wanted you to throw down on us right now. Just a little freestyle. Okay. A little freestyle, a little freestyle for us. Oh, I don't even know if I <laughs> could do that. That would just be affordable just for all questions? of your listeners. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my friend Quentin's got three questions for you. So, All right. you know, you you get the joy. We get the joy of seeing your face. And if you're on the radio, all you got to do is go to App Varsity Radio Show, and you can see the amazing Catherine right now as she's about to rap. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, you <laughs> no, 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 no. No, Quentin's gonna ask you three questions. So, ready? Here we go. Three questions, Catherine. It's camp season, as you mentioned, for a lot of churches and youth groups, kids groups, whatever. So, what when camp is over, what is the very first thing a camp leader should do when oh, camp is I got, over? I got that one. 
Oh, the very first thing a camp leader will do when camp is over is go straight to their bed and go to sleep. <laughs> good job. Take a nap. That's, that's what I did. did. Yeah. I did that last yeah. Friday. Good. Good. That's that's one question, correct? Totally appropriate. Uh, <laughs> at camp, kids will do all kind of things. Amen. As I found out, one thing they'll do is dye their hair weird colors with Kool-Aid. Wow. Why do you do that? So if you were gonna <laughs> if you're gonna dye your hair one of the colors of Kool-Aid of the rainbow, which color is the best color to dye your hair? That's a good one. Hmm, I think me personally, I would dye my hair pink just because it's my favorite color. So I just go for it. <laughs> there you go. Pink. Next week, Catherine, Pink's we okay. want to see that. Red is the <laughs> you know, red is the best I found. Yeah. In my things, it, that'd it, be pretty cool. You can see it the most. Yeah. In the uh, the red, bright. the cherry Kool Aid does yeah. the good job there. There you go. And number Next three. Week. Yeah. And number three, <laughs> when you're eating mac and cheese. <laughs> and Which I didn't get this last camp. <laughs> and you decide to add a meat to your mac and cheese. What is the best meat to add to mac and cheese? Mm, I would say bacon. I feel like that'd be pretty solid. <laughs> well, I, I'll never I would be okay with I, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll never say no to bacon. I'd also have taken <laughs> uh, chicken fingers chopped up in it. That's kind of a camp staple for us. Or if you're in a fancy restaurant, you get that lobster and that mac and cheese. Come That's on, some good somebody. Stuff. Come on. Good, stuff. good <laughs> job, though. real good. good bacon and mac and cheese, I'd do that. Yeah, I like All it. All day long. I like that. All day. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks. It's good to talk to you, Catherine. Thanks for calling in. Y'all, too. Thanks for having me. See Bye. ya. Bye. This show is powered in part by Charburger. She was very appropriate with her responses. She did good. We did camp. We did our own camp for youth. Uh-huh. And man, we got we did well as far as how much per we did it per at a student. Yeah, we I budgeted I you know did all the math about how much we spent, how many people we carried. Yeah. We did it for right around one hundred fifty. That's that's what ours cost. So, so not bad. We did our own food and the food was. Yeah, well, it good. had to have been better than what I ate. <laughs> I would say like we had our own team. We brought our kid. own team in the kitchen. So like in the mornings it was biscuit gravy and oh, eggs. Come and, on, somebody. Oh, I did have biscuits and gravy and eggs and, and stuff. <laughs> so there were seven hundred and twenty kids at my Oof. camp. Yeah, yeah. We had about a hundo. And yeah, it was it was something. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm talking about the only thing that wasn't great was probably the food. Yeah, so that was it's, it. It's, Everything else was wonderful. You start talking but about that's a lot of people. To feed. Oh man, seven twenties, a lot. That's a lot of people to feed. Our strategy is let's do a good breakfast and then we do a good dinner. Like we had like a spaghetti bake one night, or we had and lunch can be just all right. We go we go get lunch. So that's a good idea. Tacos from Taco Bell. Yeah. Pizza from like so you Papa get John's. it or they do. We go. I mean, we order it and they okay. bring it in. Nice. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, like that. You you buy enough, you get a pretty good discount. Yeah. 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 And everybody, I mean, I ain't met a kid yet that doesn't like Taco Bell. No. Everybody loves Taco Bell. Your stomach may not, but you do. I mean. Mm. <laughs> you know, I've been not doing fast food this year, but yeah. at camp I ate some tacos. Well, you kind of had to. Man, my stomach felt it. Did it? Oh, dude. The struggle was real. Yeah. I was just posting to Facebook. Uh, but anyway, yeah. No, the, the food... <laughs> But like you said, for so the I've I've noticed at that camp the less people there are, the better the better the food. food. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just a number. It's a number game. It's, you know, the first day we had cafeteria style pizza. You remember that? Oh like, yeah, like, like yeah, we did. Yeah, it's, it was. I don't hate that. No, I don't either. But I mean, know, I don't yeah. love it. <laughs> I used to love it when I was a kid. I love yeah. pizza day. 
Mm-hmm. But then, like, you taste other pizzas, and you're like, mm. Yeah. This is kind of a subpar pizza. Yeah. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, that was, like, that oh, was man. awesome. Yeah. It was so good. But, yeah, what was the best thing y'all ate all week? The best thing we ate was probably the the homemade chicken pot pies. Oh, no, like they were like good. big chicken pot pies. They were yeah. really good. That's, Put that's some hot amazing. sauce on them. Yeah. Mm. So where did y'all stay? The uh, Gulf Shores Retreat Center? Or? No, we stayed at the um, Laguna Beach in Panama City. Okay. So we had is us completely and, opposite. <laughs> us and two other churches, and then we did our own camp together. That's so, cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's cool. It was a lot of fun. Last year when we couldn't have camp, we did a retreat here, and it went really good. And our food was really good, like yeah. you said. But we made it. So, That's right. Yeah. So had an amazing a whole lot less people too. So had an amazing kitchen director. Every time I do a camp, that's the first thing I go hunting. It's like a really great kitchen director. Because that's 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 a staple. Oh man, <laughs> it just it's the whole it's a game changer. If everybody's loving the food, it's just a game changer. So it's hard not to be. It's hard to be upset. But you got that one kid. Yeah. That one kid, yeah, that only eats like chicken, yeah, and that's it. And you're like, seriously? <laughs> yeah, I don't even, like, even talk to that kid. Like, what is your problem? Yeah, expand your expand your horizons. <laughs> Stephen, you ever taken a group to camp before? No, it's an adventure. It's it's, <laughs> it's completely exhausting. Very, but it's um, worth it. There's interesting. When you start getting a certain number of kids, there's interesting amounts of drama that go on. Yes. Um, a lot of really great spiritual things happen. Don't get me wrong. Really, really. Um, that was the best part of the whole. Thing one of my one us. of my leaders had to go to the emergency room. Well, that's terrible. One night because yeah. he had a thing I didn't know existed called skim toe. What? It's kind of like turf. It's the opposite of turf toe. It's when you're skimboarding and you're pressing down too much. He'd been there the week before and then came up there. Yeah. And he had skim toe. <laughs> I made so much fun of him for going to the emergency room for skim toe. You're like, come on, man. Yeah. You gotta be tougher. You're than that. braver than that. You gotta be tougher. So you didn't have to send anybody else to the hospital though. No, that was the only one. I didn't really have anybody else. We couldn't get in the water. Really? It was double red flags the whole time. I mean we got the last day they said we'd get in our ankles, but they always had cops out there, you know, wave cops, whatever they're called. Wave cops. Yeah. Lifeguards. No, I'm talking no. about like people with like police cars cops. that were coastal cops of some sort. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, so it was so bad. So you never even got to get in? Mm-mm. It's intense. No. Stephen, what, what movies are you looking at there? Oh, I'm just taking a look. Seeing, seeing anything what's good? Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just looking. Anything good happening? Anything? Uh, we went and saw Boss Baby, the was, second one. Was that good? It was really good. Really good. Looking you went back forward. to a movie theater? Yeah. I did. It was a lot of fun, too. My little girl loved Boss Baby. She, I mean, she loved the first one, so we all first loved one the second good. one. I don't know that I've been to a movie theater yet since. I haven't. Kevin. But I want to. Um, <laughs> you don't yeah. want to? I don't know. It's You know what's been convenient is that stuff you can rent at your house That's on true. Amazon Prime or HBO. Yeah. or. I've, I have uh, since here within gotten Netflix and Hulu. It's, it's been good. It's been good. My mom got it. She gave it to me for free. No, oh, don't say that on. <laughs> don't say <laughs> He just said that like I'll on, say a, well, on the internet. You get two subscriptions. I get one. Do of you? Them. Is that is that true? Yeah. Well, no, like, okay, so you only can watch it on two TVs. Well, they only watch one TV. I watch the other one. <laughs> it works. Oh my goodness. 
When you get like a lawsuit letter because you said I this stuff on TV. I shouldn't. I, we're, we're within our parameters. I just want you to know, uh, um, you know, black hats out there, whatever, if you're listening. that <laughs> He didn't mean it. <laughs> that all my services I let watch stuff on. You pay for all legit. Them. Yeah. I'm just going to say it's legit. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's legit. Mine is too. <laughs> Dude. You're in trouble. Hey, they they can't, they can't be mad at me that my parents gave it to me. Right. It's a gift. <laughs> no, they, can be, they ain't going to be mad. No. They can just demand money from you. Shut me down. No, they won't, they'll just send you. I had a buddy who literally, and Eugene had this buddy who somebody came over his house and illegally downloaded or pirated a movie from his internet at his house. Wow. And he got a letter from. That's ridiculous. It was like a $200,000 lawsuit. No. Yeah. Wow. Now, I don't know that anything ever came of it. I mean, I think he had to go to the lawyer and like say, hey, this wasn't me. This was da da da. And had to, but it. Like it was a legit. That's crazy. From I don't know who those powers that be that do that are, but it was a legit lawsuit from yeah. the powers that be over. They must have been desperate in that moment, or they didn't. <laughs> I guess. I mean, we don't have anything better to do today. Let's prosecute a regular person. But I guess like because. some people, that's what. There's probably a person's job who it is is just to go out there and search online and see if they can find people who are pirating. Uh, that's true. And then send them letters like that. Yeah, and they might not get they might only get paid off one over every hundred, but still, that's something. That's true. Yeah, they can at least scare people. If you could send, let's say it's one out of five hundred. If you had to send five hundred letters to people who are illegal pirating with a two hundred thousand dollar lawsuit, and of those five hundred letters, you got one back for two hundred thousand dollars to pay yourself, would yeah. that not be worth it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I could live on that in a year. There's some probably you know? <laughs> some person who's like, yeah, I was pirating those. I better pay that. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird to me how much money the world has. I was thinking about the other day, like, just how much crazy money's out there. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, the Amazon guy, I was, I was watching a thing on the richest people in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bezos, whatever. It's worth $180 billion. Yeah, Elon Musk, hundred and fifty billion. There's four people that are, well, five if you count Zuckerberg that are worth a hundred billion plus billion. Yeah, one hundred billion plus. That's yeah. a. I mean, that's he's a at the bottom. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even that though. Like I'm saying, if you took like, that's a lot of money. I wonder how much money is in the world. I just want to know how much money is in the world. Yeah. Total. Can you, will you Google that real quick? Do you care? Just to know, like, the question, how much money is in the world? I just want to know what Altogether, that number is. Total. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of money in the world. I think there's a trillion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. multiple yeah. trillions, I yeah. bet. 36.8. Trillion? There's currently around 36.8 trillion. Dollars in the world. And it's simplest circulating. Yes. That's a lot. Yes. Of money. Yes. A lot. I mean, how many people are in the world? Seven billion. So if you divided thirty six point eight trillion by seven billion, I wonder what that number would be. There are, is that right, Stephen? Seven point six seven four billion. <clears throat> That's a lot. Yeah, you gonna do this math <laughs> right here? Because now I'm interested. Like I'm invested in figuring out what this is right now. <laughs> here we go. Like if we all just took all the world's money and split up, what we would have? I don't even know how to put. 
That's billion. I need to do it the other way. You gotta do the fir other one first. Yeah. Gotta do the. Was it thirty six trillion? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty six point eight trillion. That's a whole lot of money. Thirty six point eight trillion. I'm just wondering if it, we'd come out on top if we just divided it all. Not that I'm. I'm not saying socialism here. I'm just interested. <laughs> He's just curious. There it is. Thirty six trillion. Thirty six trillion divided nice. by. Seven point six seven four. We are learning. I think that's right. Yeah. Four thousand six hundred ninety-one. Okay, maybe I'm all right then. I'll just take what I got. I guess. I mean, <laughs> that's annually, what it I'm, is. I'm getting a little more than four thousand six hundred ninety-one. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought, there's only, more. I thought there's only $4,691 per person? In per the, person. Man. You're doing good. <laughs> I'm doing real good. <laughs> Golly. That's, yeah. I mean, that's why par, I mean, that's, I mean, poverty is a huge deal, I guess. It I guess is. That's a ton of people who don't so have So if that. we literally took all the money in the world and split it, everybody would only have Four, $4,000. $4,500. Yeah. Figure out how to make yeah, it. I don't want that deal. <laughs> that's a Some bad. people do. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of people who would love that deal. It just doesn't happen to be me and you or probably anybody that has the capabilities of listening to this. That's right. Because if you've got any kind of device that you're watching this on or listening to, you probably were getting not Not the person we're talking to. No. So, yes, we've got... Well, there you go. That was interesting. A minute until clutch. That was very interesting to me. That's uh, We learned. I really thought it would be more than that. I did too. I thought it'd be like... I thought it'd be like 100,000. So 4,000, like 4,500 times. Wow. Yeah, I thought it'd be 40. That's crazy. Mm. We learned we learned math today. I read something one time that said, or maybe it was Francis Chan talking, how that it was a large percentage, I want to say like 70% of the world lived on less than like two dollars a day yeah yeah something like that yeah that's the national i mean the world average like just put how blessed we are in so the perspective two dollars a day you know that's what that was their paid wage that's 750 bucks or 700 dollars a year roughly wow put that in perspective yeah we mean you've been to those countries and now today's clutch moment and I want to talk to you about a childhood game that I bet you've played before. Mm. Hide and go seek. Yeah. You played it? Lots. Lots. Still, still play it. Still play it. Yes. Steven, when's the last time you played hide and go seek? You and got a daughter. Not long ago because I got a six and a half year old. That's so. what I was going to say. Yep. Who won? <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's not behind the tree. <laughs> so... We have uh, Hide and Go Seek, uh, and and we all have played it before, and uh, it, it, at some point we probably actually liked it, you know? Uh, I can remember we used to do a church lock-in here in our church property, and you've seen we got big power towers. Yes. Because we're by a power station. Made for some really good Hide and Go Seek. I'm just going to be honest, you know? <laughs> what? People hid in the... Behind them. 
Okay. Behind, I was like, so it's in front of the fence, in okay. front of the okay. fence. There's huge towers. I was like, man, people you know, didn't climb the tower. No, no, okay. we didn't. Cl- we didn't climb that fence. All right. But uh, we had those huge towers, and we used to hide behind them, and it was so much fun because you know, be it not time, and yes. you're like hiding it everywhere out there. It was a lot of fun, but. Everybody does that, and so my question to you, and this is a good one: What is the longest? What is the longest you've gone without being found? So we were playing a version of hide and go seek called Sardines. Yes. And um, I was hiding in a closet that you had to use a ladder to get to in our wow. church. All the way, and it was a, probably about a. It's like a. I don't know, four foot, no, three foot wide, but like 20 foot long storage closet. And I was at the very back of the storage closet. And that game of sardines lasted about three and a half hours. Wow. You were vested. Oh, yeah. So you won. There are people like <laughs> that couldn't find us. I mean, I'd have a couple of people find me and they'd stay there in sardines. You stay where you find the person hidden. Oh, nice. But there would be people just screaming, I'm done playing. Stop. Quit. <laughs> just come stop out. it. Come out. Stop it! <laughs> I didn't come out. I just kept it going <laughs> for three and a half hours. Yeah, I'm sure they appreciated you that day. Oh man! I was yeah, like, I was like, I was like, I hope they call their mom. Yeah, and yeah. like and two go in home. the morning. Yeah, like, I can't find Quentin. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I have never hid that long. But uh, talking about hide and go seek, there's somebody who who's never wanted to be hidden really from us, and that's God. God deeply. <laughs> Desires he desires to be found, uh, to be part of our lives. He deeply wants us to actually seek him. So how do we find him? Uh, first thing I'd like to say is we got to seek him before anything else. So Quentin, why? What? What are some things that we do that put God on the back burner of our life? What are some of those things that we put in front of him? Well, we put our you know our own careers and many times our own families schedules get so just convoluted with practices and and meetups and gatherings and all these things that we feel like make our life purposeful that we uh many times don't create much space for god yeah yeah you're right so uh, how do we find god we gotta ask in faith uh and uh let me put it this way can you remember a time when you asked god to do something with everything that you had you really, you, something was so important to you that you were passionate about it versus the time that you were passive and honestly didn't care if you got an answer. What is the difference in between those two? Oh, man. Like the intensity of the prayer yeah. or the folk. I mean, you know, there's times when, like, I would really desire something. I would focus and study and ask my friends to pray with for it with me. Yeah. But, like, if I don't really care, it's like, I don't yeah. know. I just I might say <laughs> that prayer as I'm like, you know, just getting up in the food. morning, getting my coffee ready. <laughs> like, hey, God, I hope you like take care of this yeah. and drink my coffee. I don't really focus on it very much, but the things that are important to me, it's like, ooh, I want to like, I, even I'd even said so I'd even set aside time sometime to like go somewhere in some kind of solitude and walk around and pray about it like purposefully. Yeah, it was really important to me. Yeah, and there's a difference. There's the faith, your level of faith. There's the level of of intensity, your expectation. And if we want to see God, sometimes we have to do what you just said. We got to set aside that time. We got to make time for God. And then the last thing is ask, seek, knock. And you've heard this verse in Matthew seven seven through eight. 
Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks the door will be opened. So what does this mean in like common terms? How can we make this a reality? Well, I think that too many of us live, and I'll talk about us who are believers, too many of us believers live in this mentality of that, you know what, like, whatever, God's just going to open the door if he wants this, or it's just going to happen, and I, I don't really have any part to play, but this scripture gives us a very, um, I mean, it gives us a some direction of our part and what we should be involved in, and, and I think we, God wants us to ask, and, and I don't, I don't think that we, like, change God's mind or anything said. No. But it's in that asking that we become, we show our dependence and we show our connection and trusting and we show our uh, our relationship with God, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that God desires for that conversation, not because he needs it. I think he desires it because he likes it, but I think he desires our it. Faith. Yeah, yeah, he desires it for us yeah. to yeah. see growth inside of us and, yeah. and, uh, and our faith in him to be stronger. And then the trusting uh, or the, the knocking piece you know, man, we have so many Christians, I feel like, these days who are just sitting saying, well, I'm just waiting for God to open a door. And like, <laughs> we're not knocking on the door. That's like, good. Like, let's knock on the door. In fact, Doing nothing. Yeah, Doing nothing yeah we're this. sitting there going, oh, God, open No, like, go knock. Yeah. And then sometimes maybe even rear back and kick the door. Like, yeah. you might need to kick it sometimes. Like, yeah, or run into it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, but, but be involved. I don't. I think that we have, our faith should move us to some sort of action it shouldn't we shouldn't just have this passive faith where we just kind of float yeah. through our existence yeah that's good that's our my challenge to you today god desires to be sought after and he desires to speak into your life but he wants us to go for it he wants us to go after him and he wants to talk to us but we need to make room for that and so that's what i want to say to you today uh we are going to go to some really great music right after we tell you about charburger one of our great sponsors the home of the, the famous chargrilled wildcat burger it is so good it's got the cheesesteaks there onion so rings good. open monday through saturday 5 30 a.m to 7 p.m over on highway 69 then bmb video games it is by the pizza hut that's the best way to put it in albertville it has an 80 style arcade and local video game retail store and then the Boaz Nine Cinemas movies are back. We were just talking about that a while ago. Yeah. You can go see movies, sit down, get some nice uh, movie theater popcorn, get your drink, and you can enjoy movies. Boaz Nine Cinema uh, movie theater there in outlets in Boaz. So good. Hi, I'm Blake Bolden. And I'm Jim Hood. We're we the are Cross the Cross the Lines, lines and, and you are listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Show. We were talking about this on the way in. Uh, and Stephen posted about this. The Albertville Aggies have a new athletic director. Yes. And so, you know this guy, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I've met him. I don't want to say I know him, but Matthew I've met him. Matthew Lambert. Yes. Matthew Lambert. Yes. So, I know. So, um, yeah. He was, he was the baseball coach <laughs> right. last year. He's, right. he's a great guy. He's actually coached his daughter in basketball. That's awesome. And so I think he'll do a, a really great job with that that piece of... Uh, just going to take your advice. No. Yeah. Goodness, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm really excited about Coach Lambert being there. Um, we also got a... We have a director of... Three new coaches. We have three new coaches. We have a director of um, like athletics, too, at Central Office. Yeah. A guy named Todd that's really good, too. 
That's awesome. I'm really excited about him. So he directs it for more than just the high school for mm-hmm. like everybody. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's been some, I mean, there's been some really good hires. I feel like I spent some time with Coach English the other night. I'm really excited about, uh, how he's going to do with the football team and uh-huh. just kind of him as an individual talking, talking with him, spend some time with him. The new basketball coach, man, you would love him, Seth. Wow. He's young, full of energy. We need to get him on the show. He's gonna be fun. He's gonna be fun to watch him uh, coach some basketball. See boys and, basketball, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the varsity nice. boys coach. So he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. And then uh, the baseball coach was a, a the softball coach moved to the head baseball coach, and he'll do good. But man, I, I can't. I mean, I guess of all of them, just I'm really excited about uh, the basketball because. We've been under one coach for so long. And, you know, I love Coach Harden. He was one of our elders of our church. Yeah. One of my good friends. Yeah. And he moved over to school toward Huntsville. But and he's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. He's He'll be Hall of Fame. He's got over 500 yeah. wins, all that wow. stuff. But just seeing somebody come in with a new chapter, new blood, is really exciting to see what's going to yeah. take place there. So yeah. Where I'm did he come from? He came from some some smaller private Christian school, but then he also coached in, like, some of the big – like travel leagues where people are kind of noticed by the NBA. He's one of the big high ups in that. So everybody wow. gives him a lot of, a lot of cred. So I think, I think it's going to be this good. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's fun. Super and just kind of humble. Just great dude. I'm really excited about him. He's my, he's one of my favorite coaching hires we've made. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good hires that have happened at Albertville. I'm a lot of people, man, we had a lot of people leave Albertville. A lot of people were kind of worried, but I'm, I'm excited about Fired it. Up. Yeah, yeah, I am. Got a whole whole new. It, it feels like it is. Albertville's got a whole new horizon mm-hmm. ahead. A new day. New day. New day. Whole new program. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, you know, got yeah. new stuff coming. Yeah, so. we went to instead of Adidas. We've always been Adidas for the last while. We're uh, that Jordan brand. I like it. Yeah, I like that. I know you do. One day, one day I'll meet this guy. <laughs> so. Oh, if I send a letter and get invited, <laughs> I wrote a letter. I never sent it to Michael Jordan. Yeah, why didn't you send it? I don't know. <laughs> I should have done it. Man, talk about not knocking. knocking I know. On doors. I know. I need to relax. Don't go knock that. on Jordan's door, though. You'll probably get arrested. Yes, that's probably not. Good. I have a feeling I wouldn't make it past the gate. I'm Mm-mm. feeling there's a gate. Yeah, there's there a gate. was in sure. Chicago. Sure, there's so, a gate. Yeah, yeah. Do you see his, there his could house? Be a, there could be a moat. Yeah, there's a, he definitely has the money for the most. Yeah. So, yeah. But he had a house in Chicago he sold while he was with the Bulls. He had his own basketball court on the inside. But it was phenomenal. I wonder how much that house sold for. Wait, is there any way you can find out, Steven? Michael Jordan's house sure. in Chicago. But uh, this house was phenomenal. Like, especially for the 90s. But he lived, you know, he lived there when he was playing for the Bulls. He is like. There it is. So that, I will say that'd be the house. I will say this last sixteen million. Oh, no, no. He put it on for twenty nine million. Didn't have any offers. It's a nine bedroom, sixteen bath abode. Now on the market for fourteen million eight. It's on the market. You should get it. Go fund me. Go. <laughs> yeah, nobody would go fund me for that. <laughs> what you should do. What you should do is you should find like three hundred people who go in with you on it. Uh, 300 people yeah wow and we could just like work it out like everybody gets a day it's a day a day a day in michael jordan's house just to go up there and play basketball in his court 
just yeah, to be great. It's pretty phenomenal, but like I mean, it's got the outdoor pool, it's got a basketball court. He put it on for twenty one million. He's trying to sell it for right under fifteen. I'm sure he's not hurting for money or anything. You know, there's no struggle. But yeah, that can you imagine getting to live there? How awesome that'd be. Yeah, be yeah. Great. <laughs> Living in Michael Jordan's house. That's great. I saw where he recently uh, was walking by some lady and he signed her shoes for her. That's awesome. She had some Jordans on and she took them off and he signed them. So, I don't think he does that type of stuff very often. Yeah. 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 That's probably true. Now, I wonder if he's getting older though. He's like softening up a bit to that. Yeah. He's, he's in what his 60s? He's older. Yeah. He was legit. I remember watching him in the 90s though. I was like all the time. I actually, WGN. I actually... Um, he's 58. 58. I actually um, went to my dad's of the day. And there was a bunch of old baseball, football, basketball cards. And so got down and went to them, and there was about four or five Jordan cards in there. That's awesome. Yeah. I have, I think I have about 20 of them. You got the rookies? I wish. <laughs> there were thousands. Thousands oh. of dollars. No, the most expensive one I have, I think, is worth probably $30, $40. I found the Dream Team card, his Dream Team card. That that USA cool. team, mm-hmm. yeah. Found one of those. Now I found, uh, I don't know, I think a couple of them I looked up were, you know, 100, 150. Oh, man, his so. rookie cards, thousands. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. And uh, I don't want anything to happen to the man, but when he goes, it'll be worth twice as much. So You think? I think it'll be worth more. It's yeah. crazy how you stuff is, the value of stuff changes. Yeah. Um, I also looked through a bunch of old comic books I had, like a whole bunch of them. And, well, you got comic books. That's awesome. Oh yeah, old like awesome. you know, and there's some that you don't. When you when I used to buy comic books, I would buy stuff I didn't know if it'd be worth anything. I just bought it because I thought it'd be fun to read. But I found, I've I've went and got I probably got like 15 boxes of comics, and I've gotten about three of them, take them home and went through them. I found multiple, at least five or six comics that are over a hundred dollars, wow. and a couple that are like closer to five hundred dollars. What is uh? And this is for you, Stephen. What's the most valuable collector's item you you mm. have? Mm. Give me a minute to think on that one. Oddly enough, I think mine's a Magic the Gathering card. <laughs> I've got one little piece of cardboard that's about five hundred bucks. Wow, that pit, that card. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's probably my most expensive collector's item. That's incredible. Unless I bought these things, I can't remember their name now. Some Japanese things. Yeah. That traditionally the Japanese would tie to their Komodos. They're like little figurines carved out of ivory, that's, little holes in them. That's incredible. And I think they might be worth quite a bit, but I'm not sure. I yet. would imagine. I'm trying to find like a Japanese antique dealer somewhere. So if you happen to be a Japanese antique dealer out there, give me a Quentin bonus. needs you. Yeah. You are wanted. How about you, Stephen? What kind of things did you collect? Probably it's, it's an old field bugle that I have oh, at the house. Nice. Yeah, I've never been able to get the mouthpiece off of this thing, but... I'll get it out every now and then and let Grace blow on it, and she has a good time with it. Do you think it was it I think used it was, in a war? I think it was probably used on the battlefield. It's it's pretty old. Wow. Yeah. What, what about you, Seth? You know, the closest thing I have, like I said, would be Michael Jordan cards. I don't really have a whole lot of... I, I do have, and I, I bought it at Walmart in the 90s, but it was like a poster with everybody on the team. In the, the record. Bulls. Yeah, in the record. And I think it's worth about $80. Hmm. 
But it's got, because it's got Scottie Pippen, Dennis, I mean, their playing cards are on there. It's got a picture of them in the middle. Okay. And then their record for that year. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. But, yeah. I love oh. I love collecting old things. It's I, I, If I had a endless amount of resources, or even if I was just pretty, pretty wealthy, I think that's one of the things I would do is just go buy old things and resell them or find places for them. I just really enjoy that. Yeah. Like yeah. I, have, I have a lot of things at my house. I don't even know what their value is. <laughs> you just like them. Yeah. 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 I understand. Like I got old. You know how the police used to carry those black things that you they hit you in the back of the head with? Yeah. Billy clubs. Well, no, not a club. It was like a piece of leather with a steel on the end of it. I oh. think it was called like a, I think they were called flapjacks. Just like knock you out. Yeah. They used to, but it used to be what police would carry. I got one of those, but I mean, that's what police would carry way back. Wow. Flapjacks. I think that's what it was called. Not 100%, but I think that's what it was called. It's like running around just hit people. Yeah. You would use it if somebody was being disorderly, you'd like hit them in the back of the head and knock them out. Instead of shooting them. That way, you know, the original taser gun. I mean, yeah. I mean, they had, I mean, of course, the police had guns, but this was, they didn't have tasers, and this was probably, <laughs> yeah, what was used for tasers. tasers. Nice. So. Leather slapper. I mean, that's what Sap. it's called. Leather slapper, I don't know. Blackjack. Oh. oh. Those all the things we're learning here. I got one of those. Got those Japanese things. I don't, you I ever had to use one on your daughter? Either? <laughs> no. No. Said enough. <laughs> I just really love old stuff. Yeah. I bet your house is like full of cool things. It's got some cool things. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I like the history. I, it, it's really interesting to me to think about where all something has been. Yeah. You know, so I love the stories of humans. Like I like just talking to people and seeing where they've been and things they've been through. But then I like having things that I think have extensive stories to them. You know? Yeah. Well, and you were saying that. I, I noticed. I went to the Space and Rocket Center. My grandmother used to work at NASA, mm. and every time they would have a mission, they would give them a space patch, and they would give the team photo. Well, I have all those still. That's I have cool. every bit of that, and that's probably worth something. Yeah, that's you know? really cool. And so I have, I don't know, probably 20, 20 30 patches huh. the mit with the mission photos, too. So every time they completed one, they would do that. But I bet to somebody that would be worth something. Yeah. Well, like the bugle. Like, you think about if that was on a battlefield, there was an actual battle happening. Somebody was blowing that. There was people that were dying. I mean, yeah. that's like a really cool experience. Yeah, the story around yeah. it, it just makes it more than just a bugle, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I think old things are so. I've always wanted to go to Europe just because there's so much older history in Europe. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Than even in America, you know. When I uh, I got to go to Scotland, and you know that, and I was in Scotland, I got to go to a lot of castles. <clears throat> so, lost my voice during youth camp. <laughs> but anyway, I, there was a lot of really cool castles. So I got to go to Stirling Castle. Uh, and uh, where Robert the Bruce and William Wallace and uh, Mary Queen of Scots, you know, was that's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, Edinburgh Castle. I think there was buildings that have been around that long. William Wallace, William Wallace Monument. It's not that old. It's just really cool. Yeah. So, two hundred seventy-six uh, stairs. There's Morgan. History is history. Like that stuff is just so so cool to see things like that that have that type of history with them. I wish we would. Um, Hey, 
Wish we get in that more. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. She's from uh, Lagrange. Well, she's in Lagrange, but she's from what is it, a Alabama? I'm from outside of Eufaula, Alabama. So I'm in Comer, Alabama. So do you go to BB Comer, or did you? No, I actually drove an hour to high school. I went to Glenwood in Phoenix City, Alabama. Good night. Huh? Every day. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go to Eufaula, huh? No, sir. I actually went to Lakeside, which is a private school in Eufaula, and then I transferred to Glenwood in after my eighth grade year. And then so I went to Glenwood through high school. So I was getting up at four forty every morning for four years. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You're in high school. Man. So college was, was nothing to you, was it? <laughs> um, college was a little bit different because it was nice that I could wake up 10 minutes before class and walk to class because I was getting up that early every morning. Wow. And so I do it, but it was a good change. You didn't know what to do with all that extra sleep. I had no idea. <laughs> My friend, I was like, oh, so this means I can stay till 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning and still get the same amount of sleep. And that I did myself dirty with that one. So <laughs> last year I learned that I should probably go to sleep earlier. And I got a little bit more sleep. Wow. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I I drove to college much of my college career, but I could not imagine having to do that in high school. No. I was, I was not near that discipline. An hour? Yeah. That's intense. And the thing, when I went to school in Eufaula, I drove 30 minutes. So I've never, we live kind of out in the woods, so... We've always had a little bit of a drive, but college was nice where I could get up and walk to class in five minutes. Wow. So did you go to that certain high school because of a program there that you wanted to be a part of? Or? Um, She's pouring her heart out. Yeah. Yeah. I lost you. I'm sorry. Our sound messed up. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. now Sorry. we can hear you. Sorry, say that again, whichever you No, saying. you just like buzzed out. Sorry. Sorry. No. Um, yeah, worried about the internet just because we are in the woods, and so we are getting some rain here. So if I cut out, that's probably why. But um, I always went to a private school for some reason. That's kind of where my parents wanted all of us to go. So I grew up in the private school, and so my dad wanted me whenever I transferred to transfer to another private school and so yeah gotcha i didn't know sometimes you know sometimes you have players go with a certain coach or you know find a program they want to be a part of so i didn't know if that had anything to, to play with it do what you cut out i'm sorry no i said sometimes you know players want to go with a certain coach or be a part of a certain program because of what they offer so i didn't know if that was part of the decision that is actually a big thing so whenever we were talking about me transferring my parents gave me three options and this school, I had played with some of the um, girls that I was going to play with because in high school, I actually played basketball, softball, and volleyball. So I, the one coach that I really knew was a softball coach at the school that I was transferring to. So he was a big reason. Him and my dad have been friends. And so, yeah. Wow. Nice. She drove an hour. Yeah. Played three sports. Yep. Well, drove an hour home. Early on, her parents drove her an hour, apparently. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's dedication. And, yeah, they've definitely sacrificed a lot for my four years. They, which the one nice thing is like growing up, my dad, we've always had family dinner. So we sit down and eat family at, we eat dinner as a family at 6.30 every night. So because it was a time change and I left at 4.40 in the morning, but I usually got done with practice around five my time. So I was able to get home for dinner. So that was still nice. So we could do that. Wow. That's nice. That's really good. I like that. How many siblings do you have? I have four siblings. <laughs> and are they driving them all like places like this? Um, they haven't. So actually until me, we all went to the private school in Eufaula. It's called Lakeside. And so my, I want to say great aunt actually helped found the school. So we always, like my whole family, pretty much we all live, like my dad's side of the family, we live within five minutes of each other. So we all went to the same school. We've always done family gatherings, and that's just kind of how I've grown up. So it was kind of different whenever I transferred. It was a shock to a lot of people. Mm. Wow. So did does ever did the rest of your siblings feel like you were the favorite since you got that preferential I treatment? I think she was. I'm just going to call it. <laughs> I'm not the favorite. <laughs> I'd have to say my little brother, who is the baby there it and is. the only boy, and the only boy would have to be the favorite. So, wow, there you go. So that's the card she played. So four, <laughs> four girls, four girls, and then uh, a boy. Yep, finally had their baby boy. So maybe I'd I should have to say he's. They're a, having mercy on him. I mean, maybe I should. <laughs> maybe I should try again. Yeah, it. yeah, you go, you go right ahead with that. I have three girls, so maybe we should just go give it one more go. Just one more time. Okay. Yeah, my dad finally got his boy. Wow. And wow. I always joke that my dad's favorite kid is his dog. She goes everywhere with him. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. We have what, right at a minute, Stephen? We got 24 seconds. 24 seconds. We'll be going live on the radio in 24 seconds, so. Yeah. You're on Facebook okay. Live right now, yeah. but you're about to be. Awesome. Radio live. Mm, that makes me a little nervous. <laughs> they don't mess up. <laughs> so I'll, try, I'll try not to. You're doing great. I can't make though. It's the varsity athlete interview. We are so excited to have Morgan from LaGrange, Georgia. We are so and uh she is joining us today on Facebook Live. If you want to check that out at Varsity Radio Show. And uh, we've already had a good time talking about uh, her high school. Mm -hmm. She drove an hour every day. Uh, that's dedication. Oh, yeah. That's that's some serious dedication right there. And now she's at LaGrange College, LaGrange, Georgia. So, tell us, how did you know in high school? Well, let's start with this. When did you start falling in love with basketball? So, I actually started falling in love with basketball in probably seventh grade. I grew up playing softball, and that was my main sport, but for whatever reason, whenever I started playing basketball, that's kind of where my heart led me, and so I played it all through middle school and high school, and I actually wasn't going to go to college to play a sport because I had had so many injuries. and. In April of my senior year, I decided I wasn't ready to give it up and 
I'm still not ready to give it up. So. Wow. You said you had injuries. Walk us through what what injuries have you endured? I've had surgery on both my knees and on my right shoulder, and then I've had other like small surgeries. So I'm 20 and I've had five surgeries. Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. So did you tear ACL, MCL? I actually had a tumor in one knee, oh, wow. and then I broke my kneecap, Ooh. tore a tendon, and then tore my in the other knee. So. <laughs> Man, you're tough. Who did you beat up? Who did you <laughs> Who beat me up? Right, really? right, right, right. <laughs> I, I did not have the best luck with injuries. Um, I actually started messing up my shoulder probably whenever I was in like eighth or ninth grade, and I just pushed it off and pushed it off. And finally, my junior year of high school, it was like, if you don't have the surgery now, you pretty much won't ever play again. And so I had to have shoulder surgery, and I was out for... I actually missed softball season of my junior year in high school, and then I came back straight into volleyball my senior year. So wow! Now the shoulder—that I mean, I'm guessing that was more softball, or I guess volleyball too, than basketball. Softball and volleyball did my shoulder in because I played softball or a version of softball since I was four, and so I grew up doing a lot of it, and I was always outfield. I'm actually returning to playing softball this year. Hey! So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see how that goes. I'm excited, though. So you're going to play outfield again? Um, We're going to try. Okay. In high school, I played outfield and third base. So. Okay. She's got this. So tell us, how, how did you get, like, so how did you know, you said you, you kind of decided late that you wanted to go play uh, in college. Tell us how you got connected with LaGrange, the, the recruiting process for you, and how you found yourself there. So I actually, my sister played college softball, and so her travel coach and who helped her get um, her scholarship for college, um, he's from out of LaGrange, and so he knew that I was kind of in between. I was like, I don't really know if I want to go play yet. Um, I kind of told myself, no, I just want to go to college. I'm tired of being injured and that type stuff, and so... He was like, well, send your film over to LaGrange and just go look, like, see if you like it. And I ended up going. I actually already had my deposit. I was about to pick my room for Auburn University on the next Thursday. And I went on Friday, the Friday before, and I committed. So, wow. so what? It was what? just kind of a. Good. So you say it was just kind of a heart, what? It was just kind of like. I went and I fell in love with it and I was like, I'm ready, I want to go play, I'm not ready to give it up. And so I actually called the girl I was rooming with and I was like, please don't hate me, but I've decided I at least need to go and try to play because if not, I don't want to regret it in a few years because I know my dad regretted not playing baseball in college. Wow. Nice. Wow. So, how, at what point did you, did they give you an offer? At what point did you know that you had an offer that you knew that you could play at the next level? It was actually, like, I had talked to a few coaches prior to, but I was always, like, my parents were like, well, Morgan, if you want to go, you need to make the effort to, like, talk to coaches. And I, I always had the mindset of whatever happens is going to happen. Yeah. So, like, wherever I to go, I'm going to end up. So I'm not going to stress myself out about it. And so it kind of just, my coach, my high school coach sent over my film 
and he responded was like i'm interested and he was like you and your family should come on a tour we went on a tour and i fell in love and so i was like i want to be here the next few years so and i told him then though i was like look i'm just gonna be honest with you this is the reason that originally i wasn't gonna play college sports was because of my injuries and so there is a chance that i come a year and i decide i'm tired of being in pain and he was like that's fine as long as you try it out and you see and so here i am going into my third year obviously i still wasn't ready for it wow so talk about for all the high school athletes there that are uh, making aspirations to go to the next level talk about the difference between playing on a high school level and playing on a college level you have to want to be there every day you have to put in that effort because no matter what you have to remember that you're in competition it's not you don't have an off season you do but you still have to be putting in that effort you have to want to get better because that's what your coaches want your coaches aren't gonna walk you every step of the way they're gonna expect you to do your part and i think that's the biggest change is that usually in high school it's like okay, we're in season now, I'm gonna work hard, and then season's over, I don't have to work hard. And that's not really how it works in college. You have to keep working hard, or someone's gonna beat you out of your spot, and that's just kind of how it is. Man, that's the truth. That's, that's very true. So how impactful have your coaches been? They've been great. Um, our coaches have that mentality of, we're gonna push you to your max, and we're gonna see we want you to work hard, but we're not going to beg you. And so it's like having that positivity around you is amazing because it's hard to find coaches that are going to be positive and uplifting, especially like when you're down. So like this past year, I had another injury with my foot and we really didn't know what was going to happen with it. And throughout the whole process, they were like, do what you can, don't overdo it. And like, it's just really nice to have coaches that you know believe in you and want you to succeed. And I think that's the biggest thing is that you know that Coach Jonas and Coach Matt are always on your side no matter what's going on. Wow. Awesome. So people out there that maybe haven't heard of LaGrange, I mean... Beautiful city. Why, why did you fall in love with the college there? Like, what 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 made you, you know, want to be there? What might other people enjoy about that, that college situation there? Um, it allows you to really get to know the people in your classes. It allows you to get to know the professors. It's a small college, but it's big enough where you can go and have different friend groups if you want. Um, but it gives you different opportunities than going to a bigger school. So like the past two years, I've been a math tutor on campus. Um, I've gotten to know all of my professors um, where they all know my name and they want me to do good in their classes, which is really nice because if you have a question, you can just shoot them an email and know that they're gonna respond in the next day or two. And you don't always have that wherever you go. And I think that's a big thing for me because I do want to do well in classes. And so having professors that want me to succeed and flourish after I graduate is a really big factor for me and so that was the biggest thing was i want to go somewhere that's going to allow me to get the job after i graduate but it will also give me the opportunity to play mm. nice so good so what is what is a lesson or something that you've learned from your coaches that you think you'll take with you for the rest of your life 
but something they, they say must. all the time or something that they drill into you positivity is key positivity is key um that was especially big this past year because we never really knew what was going to happen whether we were going to get to play that weekend or whether we were going to have a season at the beginning and so the biggest thing was like staying positive and believing in the process because it's all going to work out how it's supposed to in the end and as soon as you get down so we're your teammates and it's just going to go downhill from there so keep your head up at all times can i ask you how did you feel about because I, I think as a college uh, athlete as a female this is i'd be interested to know your opinion when the ncaa had the tournament this last year and the women's tournament was going on the whole um where they only had like the one did you hear about where they only had the one weight deal for the women's and then the men's was all decked out i mean do you feel like there's still that uh in women's college sport you're still trying to struggle against the maybe not getting enough recognition or what the men get absolutely but at the same time I think that the NCAA could recognize women's athletics more, but I also don't think that giving the NCAA attention and showing that like what they're doing by like keeping them separate is affecting us playing. I think really and truly we need to realize like, okay, they're not giving us that credit. So that gives us all the more reason to work harder so that they see that we are just as good as the men and then they'll start recognizing us more but we can't let the actions that they've been having affect our playing in a negative way wow that's good i feel i feel like seth i, I you know i'm raising daughters now so i right. have this new perspective right. as i'm you know i was an athlete and played basketball played football and my oldest daughter's playing basketball but um a lot of time there was for a long time there was given this negative connotation toward to girls girls basketball specifically like people used to say oh it's just not near as fun to watch but i feel like these days especially in the college and even professional level you have a lot more um closer competition and less just uh i don't, I don't want to say it's a show in the nba i don't want to say that but it it feels very um like one person programmed but you see more real team basketball it feels like in the women's That's competition was that at times it does feel like it's more of a team sport in women's basketball because very rarely do you just hear of a single player. Like it's usually, hey, this team's doing well. And so I think that's a big thing because in women's basketball, it is usually, okay, this team is doing good. But in men's, you often hear about that one specific player. And I know for our team, it's a lot like that. Like, yes, everyone has like their highest scoring player but pretty much it's an all-around effort which is nice to see yeah i agree well out of out of basketball what would you say what has basketball taught you about life what do you think what do you how are you going to use that to motivate the rest or the next chapter of your life um things won't always be good it always won't be sunshine and rainbows you're going to have your losses, you're going to have your tough losses, but you're also going to ha- have your really, really high wins. And whenever you have those, you'll feel like you're on top of the world. But when you do have those very successful nights, you have to remember that the next day you still have to go in and work hard because yeah. just because you that battle doesn't mean you're going to win the next, especially if you stop working that hard. Like you got there because you worked hard. 
So continue working hard and you'll continue succeeding. But if you let up, then you're going to start failing. That's good. That's real good. I feel inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no, sports teaches us so much. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting how much it it uh, teaches us. What do you what do you say to a high school player right now that is kind of trying to figure out if they want to play next level? Like, what do they need to focus on to be able to make that uh, opportunity real for them? Focus on what you want to do. So that was a big thing whenever I was going into college. I didn't, as much as I hate to say it, I didn't really want everyone else's input because I know how scatterbrained that can make you whenever you're getting all of this input from everywhere else. Hey, you should go here. Hey, you should go here. Hey, you should play. Hey, you shouldn't play. And it can really make you question what you really want. And so at that point in time, really focus on what do I want to do, but don't get stressed out about it. Let whatever's going to happen, happen, but follow your heart at the end of the day. And if you really, really want to play, people are out there and they will help you get wherever you want to be. So if you need help, just ask someone and they'll assist you. And coaches are always willing to talk to players. They're always open to have that conversation because sports are growing, especially women's basketball. We are still looking for players and that's just kind of really how it is. So just follow your heart and it'll lead you where you need to be. Good. Hey, I think we're going to take a quick pause and go to a song. Morgan, you're going to stay right there. (laughs) But we're going to go there. But before we do, we want to tell you about a champion and a winner in our books. And that's the Char Burger. Home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. Yeah, and big shout out to BNB Video Games. Always makes it to the, my Final Four when I'm mm. trying to figure out where's a good place to go with the fam. Uh, if you're looking how to beat the heat, they have a indoor arcade that you can pay one one price and play all day, and tons of video games that uh, you can buy and take home with you. Yeah, and there's Boaz Non Cinema, the semi-circle movie theater here in Boaz. That's the Boaz Non Cinema. Morgan, you're doing a great job. Awesome. Thank you. There I'm you. a little nervous. <laughs> sir, oh. so are you at home or are you at LaGrange? I'm at home for the summer. My parents wanted me home, so there that's you are. where I am. Just not like you didn't you, you realize she didn't say I wanted to be home. She said my parents, <laughs> my wanted, parents me home wanted me home. My parents wanted me home. I like me being home. <laughs> I'm not a body, but I can't complain. My dad cooks well, so. <laughs> that's what I was going to about. Next question. Yeah, yeah. How's yeah. the food? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dad cooks. He can cook. So good. The struggle is, is not real there. It's, it's <laughs> so how do you train How do you train during the summer at home? I mean, what things are you doing to keep yourself ready for basketball and get ready for softball? It, it can be difficult. Um, I have a goal outside my house, and so it can be a struggle especially like I actually work in Eufaula so it kind of depends on my work schedule but I go to the gym in Eufaula as well and then obviously throwing I can throw outside and then um but I can shoot and run I have plenty of places to run out here and that's what my dad always tells me he's like you don't need a track you have everywhere around you you can go run wherever your heart desires right just run away (laughs) (laughs) get hot that is for sure Mm -hmm. yeah welcome to she's in south alabama too too hot hot. 
You follow. It's hot. When do you when do you report back? Um, I think I know classes start August twenty third, but I want to say I go back the weekend before that. So I think it's like the fifteenth is whenever I'll get back to school. And then I'll go to the gym and work out there. So that'll be a little bit nicer rather than having to shoot in the heat. But, yeah. Are you guys expected to um, to do like a weight program and that type deal with the school? Um, we don't really have a weight program. We'll do workouts. Um, like we have a – so like our gym is upstairs and then downstairs we have a little weight room where we can go in and work out if we want. But I also work at the rec center in LaGrange. So I can work out there. Nice. Do you like playing there? I love playing there. I I definitely love it there just because you do get to know your coaches. And so, like, we did have a coaching change from my freshman year to my sophomore year. And so I absolutely love it there, though, because it is such a nice environment to be around. And I just love sports and all. I always have. And, like, my sister played college softball. And it just kind of, I I wasn't ready to give it up. So did she play there? No, she actually went to Anderson University in South Carolina. Anderson. Um, what what position are you playing? Like the one, two, it, three, four, five. Um, this. So my main position is four. Okay. But I play some three and I play some five. It just kind of depends. Okay. You I'm know, not a point guard, I'll tell you that. Do <laughs> you know what those numbers are in our world? So uh, a four would be like a small forward or okay. shooting forward. A three would be like your like strong guard, shooting guard. And then a five would be your, like your big, your yeah, big your post. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That cha- when, we were, when we were in school, it was you had two guards, a center, and two, two forwards. Now I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, see, that's kind of how we played in high school at Lakeside. We always had three bigger people, but then at Glenwood, we usually had three guards and then a real center and then a forward. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's mainly how everybody's went to these days, especially in kind of in when you get to the professional level, you have people who would look like centers and forwards playing point guard and guard. So you just have those numbers now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of big, scary people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. If you can be, if how tall are you? I'm five ten. Okay. So you know, if you're taller and still ball handle, it doesn't matter. They're not. They're not going to put you at down low per se. They may still put you up top. Yeah. 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 Wow. Nice. For sure. Wow. Well, we are thirty seconds till we go back in. So before we get there, I just want you to kind of start thinking, Morgan, about something funny that's happened to you during college. Anything, anything. Or sports in general. Or sports, yeah. yeah. Since you play so many. Something you can make us all laugh with. So. I, say, I, can, I can come up with basketball since college. Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> good, we're ready to go yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you on that one. Good. And we're back with Morgan Grant. She has been more than fantastic. She is really great. And so, Morgan, I asked you at the break, I want you to tell us something that makes us laugh, something that may have happened to you, college basketball, something in that in the in-between. 
So, um, coming in as a freshman, so I don't have many friends. I had been there for probably two or three weeks. And so we always do like a scrimmage game before season starts in front of a crowd. So all of the students are there, a lot of people, a lot of fun, because it's really the first event for basketball season. And so the men's play, men's team play and the women's team. So obviously like you want to do well since it's the first time anyone at the school has seen you play. Yeah. Well, one girl on our team that is known for her very, very hard passes. Well, I had never played with her before. I wasn't aware. So I go and I call for the ball. Well, she throws it to me and she's about three feet from me. And needless to say, it bounced off my head. Oh. It, in front of everyone. So yeah. that was what everyone remembered me as for a little bit. So <laughs> I had wow. some big to do once the season started you you were the person that got knocked out you <laughs> concussion girl oh wow it's you <laughs> no, it was fun it wow. was a good memory did wow. the ball get turned over in that play i don't even remember i was she doesn't so remember just, anything <laughs> i was like oh my gosh no one's ever gonna forget that you know it's one of those moments that you're like i'm never gonna live this down but in reality no one will remember the next day because half of the people probably didn't even see it but in your mind you're like that was just on the big screen tv for everyone to watch over and over and over again wow yeah. so yeah. yeah made you stronger what is, <laughs> what is um what is your plans after college what are you getting a degree in what's your you know your hopes and dreams there so i'm actually in engineering um I want to hopefully be an architect, but my plans are um, to get my civil engineering degree and then I want to work at an engineering firm for a little bit and then I'll go back and get my architecture license and all. And then hopefully one day I'll be able to open my own firm. So Nice. No no big deal. No. No. Just, just, just design and building. Small things. Small things. <laughs> so uh, Morgan, tell me some of the players. So we talked about the coaches. Tell me some of the players that have impacted you at LaGrange and made you a better player. Uh, people that you might wish you could leave a legacy like that. So I will have to say my freshman year, we had a senior. Her name was McKelly Taylor. And me and her ended up forming a really, really close bond. And seeing her succeed and how much work she put in it really like drove me and so like obviously after freshman season ended i did not want her to leave at all um another girl that graduated this past year was japara mccann i always say her last name wrong but she's actually from washington and if you ask anyone that's ever seen her play she has the most motivation of any person I've ever met. She's in the gym every single day. She puts in so much effort and she's one of those players that she motivates you to do well, but she will jump on you if you're not doing your part, which is a really big thing in being a leader because she, you know she's gonna show up and do everything she needs to do that day and every other day. And so she's a very, very good example for everyone. Wow. What is your favorite win so far there at LaGrange, and uh, why? I'd have to say our win against Maryville um, my freshman year. We came back. We were, I don't even know how much we were down by. And 
we had been um, at their place and I don't even know how many years. And it was just like a really big, everyone stepped up. Everyone really came together to pull it together in the fourth quarter. And we ended up beating them by like two or four points. So it was like a really close game, even though they really were blowing us out prior to the fourth quarter. And we were just like, we're not going to lay down. And we came back and beat them. So, yeah. That's really cool. And how was your season this year, and how do you want it to be different this next year? Um, our season was great. It was a little hectic, obviously, just because of COVID. Um, but it didn't quite end the way we wanted it to, which was a little heartbreaking just because we all knew that we were better than how it did end. Um, so I would say next year the biggest thing that I hope we change is that we start strong, but we also end strong because we can't get complacent with where we're at. Hmm. Did you, I mean, did you lose a lot of seniors this last year? Do you know the freshmen uh-huh. coming in? We lost, I think, one or two seniors, but like it's really weird just because of the some people can take their fifth year and some people. I know we lost two. Yeah. I know we lost two of them, and one of them was Japera. Um, but. We have a few freshmen coming in, so I'm really excited to just see the change and actually being able to have like a normal season and um, being able to start and end because that was the biggest thing was this past year. We started practicing in October, but we didn't end playing until March, but we didn't start playing until January. So it was like just, it felt like a lot of practice and a lot of work. And by the end, I think everyone's body was just tired and everyone had just kind of gotten down just because it wasn't like a regular season and it was difficult to act as if it was because we had been practicing so long so that'll be nice to really see how much work we have put in over the summer and see how much we have progressed since this past year since we will be able to play more than we did this past year awesome so I just want you to leave us with a like last statement like if you want anybody if there's anything you want somebody to learn know anything you'd like to speak about your sport striving to be better anything like that just leave us with a last comment maybe a little bit of advice life advice push yourself to your max like no matter what know your limits but always be the best version of yourself because at the end of the day you're not here to impress anyone you're here to please yourself and so at anything in life always work hard but do your best because it'll help you feel better about the things that you have done because you'll always think well could I have done more and if you can sit there and say I did everything I could then you'll have no regrets that's so good well morgan i can't tell you enough thank you thank you thank you for spending time with us this afternoon of course thank you for letting me (laughs) go panthers get it girl y'all got this bye (laughs) see See you later she was very nice she was motivated yeah an hour to high school an hour back wow that's a lot you know, the only thing I can think about in that second session. What was that? Was I wonder what her dad's cooking tonight for dinner. I know. Right? We sure would like to know. <laughs> Be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. And did I see, Stephen, that uh, Boaz also, they have a new 
girls volleyball coach. Is that correct? Yeah, I saw that in Sand Mountain Reporter. And they did really good last year. They had like 51 and... What was it? 52 and 14. 52, close. Oh, did their coach move to like a bigger school or something? Not exactly sure what happened to the to the varsity coach. I just know this girl moved up from like the middle school to varsity, and now who's teaching junior varsity is kind of on the same page with her. So it's going to be a good team for the high school nice. between the two nice. the two teams coaching. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of a lot of expectation, good things going on, Marshall County. So yeah, yeah, Albertville, Boaz. It's a lot. The yeah. new uh, Gunnersville's got that new. Thing they're building the water. Oh yeah, yeah. City That's Harbor. Cool. See, I watched that come up. It's it pretty cool. That thing like blew up. I heard they're gonna have another broken egg cafe there. I heard that. Man, that's a good breakfast. Another steakhouse. I've never eaten at one. Another. But they got never one had, in Huntsville. He never had breakfast there. Mm-hmm. That's really good, man. Really good. Yeah. I'm sure I will when they build it. That's really good. Living the dream. They have like eggs Benedict and stuff like fancy ways. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like eggs. Like Benedict. Cajun version. They'll put like some shrimp in there. Come on. Some crawfish. That sounds delicious. It's good stuff. <laughs> so I saw there's, there's, I think they've secured like five restaurants so far. In, in that, that one thing. In that, well, yeah, I mean, but it does, it goes back even farther. And then I think there's going to be a hotel in it. I think. You know what? I can't, well, we're all on Facebook, so I guess I can say this. You know what? I can't believe is all that new construction and the city's still not going to build a new high school. I know. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> that, to be Gunnersville, to have all the cool stuff, high school looks like it was built in like the 50s. It may have been built in the 50s. I don't know. Yeah. Have it you, just looks older You've now, been so. in there, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. There's no windows. Dude. Except for the front office <laughs> in that old place. Dude. Wow. Why did y'all not want to build? And- I I had nothing to do with it. You're a voter. <laughs> You're one of the voters. I know. I don't. Yeah, but I'm only one. <laughs> one of a thousand or more. You know. I just feel like that would be a huge win for yeah. Gainesville to have a new high school. Yeah, I think they want one really bad. So, are they going to figure out a way to do it? Or uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're not on the inside with all that. I wish I was. I feel like you are. You don't talk about. I'm it. not. If I was, I'd talk no, about no, it. Yeah. Like talk about I'm it. not the mayor. You like are. You. Like, <laughs> you're like a Secret Service person. Right, right, right. Right. Totally. No, I don't know anything. I mean, you're in a church where influential people go. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it is yeah. true. Yeah. So you should, you know that. The things. high school's down the right road. There. It's, right there. I mean, there. we can almost I can see, see it see from it. right here. Almost. Almost. Like, you know things. I know have you know you, Have you seen... I did see the diagrams of what they wanted it to look did like. Did it look cool? Yeah. Yeah. Which is... The way they were going to do it, basically, they were going to build the new school in the parking lot while they're going to the old one and then demolish. And then put the parking lot there. And Yeah. Yeah, where the school is. That's smart. It's a good idea. Be pretty cool. It looked nice. There's actually <laughs> windows in it. So, you know. Wow. <laughs> Small wins. Small wins. But, yeah, we have freestyle coming up soon and very soon. Hey, Gunnersville, I just want to talk to you, Gunnersville. I just yeah, want to say ahead. just from Q, the, the, the future mayor of Albertville. Future. Like, look, I know Albertville and Gunnersville, we have this seeming competition, right. you know, forever. Like, you Did know, you say singing? Seemingly Seeming, competition, oh, okay, you know, at yeah. different times. They, 
It's been referred to that people call people in Albertville mountain goats before, and I've people never heard that. People in Albertville call people in Gunnersville sewer rats. I've I heard mean, that. That's I've the heard that. you know the two things I've been said a lot. Yeah. But from the future mayor of Albertville, <laughs> I, I, want, I would like to build a bridge. <laughs> I, want, I want you guys to have a really cool high school. Right. I feel like it would look amazing. It would be really incredible to have this really nice high school. Uh, right in, as you're going down the, the main drag yeah. of 431 seeing that I'm, be I'm awesome. on board I'm on board for that I mean I think it'd be great yeah make Gunners feel great again is that, what, <laughs> <laughs> is that where we're going Gunnersville is great it is great I love living here I mean it's no outerville but it's great <laughs> you went there it's great <laughs> what did you say mountain goats yeah I've never heard that oh yeah that's oh, funny yeah. it's funny what do you call people from Arab? What do you? <laughs> oh, we don't. We don't call people from Arab. We know. <laughs> Never even talk about them. We do. No, I, I mean it's that school we don't speak of. No, we didn't no. have nothing wrong. It was just always the. Uh, I think the rivalry between Albert and Gunnersville. They call it like the longest rivalry in high school football. It's been going for a while. So. Yes, yeah, a long time. Yeah, I forget what. A lot of people show up for that. Yeah. 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 So when I was in high school, it was Arab Gunnersville, and. Man, that place would be slammed. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people. I like, and that's the thing, man. I really, I think Gunnersville's got, I think their their outdoor track is awesome. Yeah. I think their uh, football field has a really a new cool, one. cool feel to it. That, it, that it football does. Field, you know? It does, with the lake view and yeah. so, but sitting kind of in the grass. The, the school yeah. looks out of place in it. Just not, not. I'm sure when it was built, it was state-of-the-art. Right, like, get me wrong, right, But it's just right. been a long time. You know, I just yeah. think they need a new one. So, what's higher than the mayor? Is that the county commissioner? Or no, that, so? the county commissioner doesn't have anything to do with the city. Okay, yeah. No. I'm, try, I'm trying to get you elected to... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I just, I want that for Gunnersville. I want all students to have... Nice facilities. Yeah, just yeah. to enjoy and be proud of where they're going. And yeah. Not that they're not about Gunnersville. No, I just no, think, I think they are. I just saw that. I just saw that, I don't know, a few months ago when it came out on Facebook that they voted not to do that. And I was really... I get it, like, it, I guess it was tax money of some it sort, was. or a tax increase on property or something. Yes. And I get it how we don't want to pay more taxes, but part of how Albertville has gotten all the stuff it's got was a tax increase on... The tags, right. No, it was on a um, on sales tax. Oh. Yeah. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. And that sound lets you know it's time for you to win two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. The Boaz Non-Cinema. To any movie you want to go to. Anyone at all. Two tickets. All you got to do is answer three questions. We're going to ask the first one you're going to call in. And me and Q are going to help you. We're going to help you through this. We're going to have a great time. And you're going to go home with two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. All you got to do is answer this question right here. What is the highest mountain in the world? What is the highest mountain in the world. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Alright, Frank, how are you? There he is. There he is. I believe in you. Oh. So I'm going to... running around Texas. I I figured that's what you were doing. But his family's still around here, so they can go. But what is the highest mountain in the world? Mount Everest, if you go from the center of the world. Oh, what's the other answer? 
I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, the Mount Everest <laughs> is correct. You were actually acted like there was another one. <laughs> I said, I don't know that one. All right. <clears throat> Which element is said to keep bones strong? Uh, calcium. Yes. Good job. Good job. And then last but not least, what color eyes do most humans have? I want to say hazel. Try again. Blue. Try again. And Brown. Yay! You, you got almost, it, Frank! Almost struck out Frank, but Frank, only two strikes, you did it. and you hit it out of the park. You did it. You did it. You hit that last ball. Uh, Frank has won our tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema, and so if you'll just stay on the line, Stephen's going to talk to you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> See you, Frank. If I had a dollar for every time they say... I feel like this music he's playing is totally appropriate for what we're saying. <laughs> Nailing it. <sighs> Tell me how you really feel. What'd you do for the fourth? Well, not really a whole lot. My kids, we were all tired still from youth camp and everything. My kids got up a little cranky. We were going to go watch the fireworks, but then we changed our minds quickly. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys? I guess you guys had church on the fourth. In the morning. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah, we did. In the afternoon. We were a little bit low in our second gathering. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you know people are going to family. We were a little bit ourselves. We ended up going. Kind of expected it. We ended up going to a friend's lake house Saturday, and their family had. It's really fun. They had planned, like you put your name in a hat. Yeah. And you put five dollars in per person. So me and my wife put that in. Our kids just kind of played with some. They had a bunch of kid things you could play with, like finger pain and some pools and stuff. But anyway, uh, they put all your names in a hat and they drew your names out and created four teams. And you had, uh-huh. to, you had to compete in these games, and then whoever won took home the the cash. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't win. That my team, did, my team didn't win. Wow. Who but, was your team? Who consisted of you? Uh, my wife ended up being on my team. That was nice. Yeah, that was good. It's always nice and not then, to compete against your wife. Yeah, then another lady I, I I didn't know, but it's a friend of mine's sister. Yeah, that lived out out of state, so got to meet her. And then, um, the folks' house we went over to the matriarch of that family was on my team. And so we uh we did okay. We won a few events, but we just um. Now what were the hang. events? Um, you had to play tournaments. So you played every team one time in each of the events. One of them was cornhole i like it i won one of those matches me and audrey actually nice and then uh can what is it well you throw that frisbee yeah into the yeah, can, yeah 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 i know? know what you're talking about played that into the can yeah yeah that was fun me and the bait shark won one of those and then uh paddleboard racing and then kayak racing and i should have not tried to get in that kayak and race it but i did and i <laughs> made it, it a, flip oh yeah 20 feet oh, yeah. 20 feet in Ooh. Totally flipped it over. Ooh. And I can't get back on it. Did you get out? Oh, yeah. I just yeah. I just gave up. Yeah. I mean, have you ever fell out of a kayak and tried to get back in? No. I don't want to. In the middle of the water. That's for young men. <laughs> agile men. Agile. I'm not, I, I've never been an agile man. Wow. No. No. I, I'll never remember being agile myself. But it was fun. We had a good time. A really good time. Enjoyed that a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so you flip, anybody else flipped the uh, kayak? One other guy, which made me feel better. 
Like I wasn't the only. You need guy, to have at least one other one. Like, yeah. To sympathize. With I was you. the first one, and then it was kind of like everybody's laughing at me, which is fine. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. But then this guy flipped it too, and I felt better about myself. And then you're like, ha, 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 it's just not just me. <laughs> my wife, my wife fell off the paddleboard. Oh. But she also won a couple of races. She was pretty good at paddleboard. On the paddleboard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So y'all did. Who did win? Uh, it was a team with a bunch of young people in it. Like a couple of teenagers and somebody in their late twenties that just wore us all out. Yeah. They yeah. won every race, you know. Just, just didn't have the. Stamina. Next mm-hmm. time, y'all need to do more like trivia. Yeah, I, I wanted to stuff pick, to pull it out. Yeah, I wanted to pick up something heavy. I was like, can that be? You know, can we so we can pick up the heaviest rock or something? Yeah. No, there was that nothing. Sounds good. There was nothing like that. that Make really, the biggest splash. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah, no splash. Con- I felt those things would have played to my strengths. Yeah, and uh, we did not get those. So, if you were designing like uh, games again, which ones would you put towards uh, your improvement? Yeah. I, Axe throwing. Axe throwing. Uh, I like that it's a lot. Good one. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe even wood splitting. Wood splitting. That's something you could do easy and it's functional. Then you could do that and have the wood for the winter, which would be good. So everybody's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think you know, like a spelling bee. <laughs> spelling bee. That's. I like that. I don't think there's anything that, like you said, trivia would be good, but we need to play toward those who have the higher intellect, but maybe not the physicality. So right, spelling right. bee would be good for that. All those who are above. 30. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, right. Maybe arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. I, th- I think you would do good at that. I think I'd be okay. Are there any of those teenagers that maybe no. intimidate you? Uh-uh. No. They I, just all die. There was only, there was a couple guys who are a little bit older that that's the only ones I'd have worried about in arm wrestling. Yeah. Because you know, they have like that, you have old man strength. Yeah. Uh, but I'm starting to get old man strength. And it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, I feel like with my normal strength plus my beginning of old man strength, I'd be pretty dominant. I think you could have won it. So, so you would have taken home gold and all those. You think? Uh, spelling bee would have been iffy. Iffy, but you have your wife. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know if either one of us would do good in spelling. Stephen, what would you be like? Really, really good at? Oh, like <laughs> if you developed a sport like competition, what would you be really good at? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at horseshoes. Horseshoes. Oh, yeah. I love horseshoes. Yeah. That would have been fun to play. Mm-hmm. Horseshoes is a good. great sport. It's an old sport. It's too. not played near as much as it used to be. I know. Used to, you couldn't go to like, when I was a kid, you couldn't go to like a cookout or something without. Horseshoes. Yeah. Right. Now it's cornhole. Yep, that's yeah. true. Cornhole has kind of became Cornhole's, the new horseshoes. That's a ladder golf. Isn't that what yes. They call it? Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Hey, by the way, did you guys watch? I watched this on Sunday. This is my afternoon watching. Talking about sports competitions. Did you guys watch the Nathan's? <laughs> Hot, Hot dog, dog eating competition. Seventy new world record. New world record. Joey How Chestnut. long do they get? Ten minutes. Yep. Seventy six hot dogs in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that guy was not hungry for the next three I, days. Does he go? Does, be, does he go throw up? I hope they do because you that's to, a right? lot of pork. You have and that's to beef. breathe. That's beef. Those are beef. How you, can you breathe after seventy six hot dogs? He's doing this on the way out. I was watching. Him. He's doing. Like, he's like pushing yeah. stuff around. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, it's crazy. The close, the next close person was what, like forty or something? I don't know. It wasn't even. He was like thirty you, ahead of the next guy. How do you guy. train? How do you train for such a thing? I don't know. Man. He's always eating stuff, expanding his stomach. It's crazy. I've watched him down so he's an, just, is an he entire fat, gallon of milk before. Is he like fat without though? throwing up? Or is it just no, he's not, not fat. fat. No, he's no. he's in better shape than any of us. Seventy six hot dogs last year. He set the record with seventy five. 
<laughs> Today um, he had to outdo it. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, nicknamed Jaws, but uh, let's see, the second guy. He does a stretch. Like, he does a stretch thing. We're going. So basically, you, you're learning how to shove them down your throat. Oh, yeah. 50 by the last one. But have you ever seen him do it? Oh, yeah. I'll they take show the, it to me. the bun and the hot dog, dip it into a glass of water, and then shove it down their throat. He doesn't do that. Joey <sighs> Joey takes two hot hey, dog Joe wieners. Sarah. The uh-huh. wieners. Puts them down his throat as he's dipping the bun. They always and then he does the bun. This guy? And then he does the bun after wow. the two wings. This guy with yeah. the seven. Can, gotcha. yeah. can I see video? Yeah, that's of his. This? I, that's his. I don't know if that's his secret, but that's how he's doing it, which is a little different. And we used to think. Remember when the first that who's the Japanese guy that we thought was so incredible? First off. Oh yeah, I'm trying no, to remember his name. There's got to be like no enjoyment in that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, I don't know what the enjoyment because at some point I'm like. I always thought eating competition would be good, but this is a whole other level. Like, like 76 is, hot dogs? I mean, nobody, it's you, you, crazy, really, you don't want that. Like, you really don't. Here they go. Yeah, watch this. So that's a bun. He kind of cups it and pushes it. So basically, so that's two, two hot dogs. You're making it so soggy. Just shove it there. So he's eating the bun, then the dog. Two dogs at a time. Wow. Look at that guy with the blonde mohawk. He believes he can win. You know, Nick Foles, another Nick. He's crazy. Did you did you watch this? I didn't watch Something, it. The best part, if you ever get a chance to watch it, the best part of the whole thing uh-huh. is the guy announcing them when they come out. Oh yeah, he always does a good great He job. does these huge well, I wanna see it. He does these huge like talks about like who they are like he does these and read off and actually he didn't read off i was watching him he he memorizes it's crazy the guy who's known for that he's been doing it for nathan's i guess since it started the guy who announces and he he like has these things memorized like the uh introductions right it's crazy first minute 12 hot dogs could not can you imagine 76 hot dogs in your stomach no though? i don't not want to why nobody, i mean nobody wants that the lady that won this year only downed like 30, but yeah. the lady who reigned last year, she downed 48 last year. So there's a guy and a girl one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But she was um, supposed to be giving birth to her first child later this month, so it's like she didn't want to do that to yeah. that baby. No, come on. That's crazy. That poor baby. No, and she's she's married to the guy it who got third. The food. Really? She's married to the guy who got third. And in, in the introductions, when they're introducing the yeah. guy who got third, uh-huh. they said one of the guys, the introduction to him was uh, father-to-be of, and talking about this kid who is already ranked without being born, number 46 <laughs> in the world, in, in the eating wow. of eaters, <laughs> which yeah. is really funny. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's funny the how they keep making it an art. How long have they been doing that? Nathan. Seven? Uh many years that's a lot of years i've been doing it 76 no that's hot dogs. oh yeah that's the number of hot dogs I, and here's the thing is it's really i happened to go to chattanooga one day this was like 15 years ago so you've seen one of these i went when hashi hashimoto was that his name i might be i don't remember but i went <laughs> when 
one of these is going on and the guy the japanese guy who was like who really took this to another level yeah. he's the one that like first took it to another made level. made it a sport yeah he's like the michael jordan of it but he when he showed up he was there at chattanooga i got to watch him compete it was incredible how many he threw down oh yeah did you see the size of the crowd for that event mm-hmm. it's like we want to see this yeah like this is a thing we're about to find out. I've always wanted to go to Coney Island. I've never been. I've never been there either. I've been to New York City. And I've been there too, but I never made it over to Coney Island. It's been held at the original location on Coney Island most years since about 1972. Wow. Wow. Ooh. She looks scary. <laughs> Threw down 76. World record, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think if you ate that, you just like pass out and die. And uh, I guess he didn't. Like you look said, up, he was hey, shifting his belly. Look up best inter. Oh no, that's 2018. Um, Kobayashi. Kobayashi. That was that's it. it. Does it say it on there? Kobayashi. No, I just remembered <laughs> that that useless information was in the back yeah, of my mind. It's not useless. I just had. He's to a legend. It. He's a Kobayashi. legend. But no, Hashimoto or whatever, um, that's like one of the chefs off of Iron Chef America or something. You remember? You ever watch that show? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's where I got that. Yes. <laughs> Kitchen Stadium. Yes, that's where I got that. Yeah. <laughs> that's an intense show. Look up Joey Chestnut's epic introduction. That's guy. He's like rapping. This guy does competitive drinking. He's got his own TikTok channel. You yeah, can watch him he, down an entire two liter. He competed beforehand against somebody doing a drinking guzzling thing. Yeah. He did a whole gallon of lemonade. Yeah. It was crazy how fast he drank it too. Mournful and optimistic. Then you have to believe processed food is superior to something someone dug out of the dirt. He has spent 10 years maintaining a boycott against any healthy food. From quinoa to kale, from kombucha to flax. The closest he has ever been to a goji berry is a Cheeto. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. He memorizes all this stuff. He is fantastic. He's he's one of the best announcers. It was so good this year, man. If when the, this year's announcements come out, you guys got to watch it. When he does this, oh good, that's yeah. crazy. Did he win twenty fourteen though? Joey Chestnut. Let's do uh, oh, let's that... do some socials. All right. Hey, and that sound lets you know we're gonna tell you where to find us when this when this show is not available live, and that is on Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. You can find us on Instagram at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show. Of course, over on Twitter at Varsity Radio 885. And podcast everywhere. You can take us anywhere and everywhere with you. Like in your pocket. You can yeah. pull us up and listen All to us. All the time. So Anytime. nice. Hey, we're so glad that you are here today, that you joined in. 
we hope that you enjoyed Morgan. Yes. Uh, she was amazing. It's a great show. Uh, and so it was just a fun show today. We're so glad that you were here. We hope to see you back next week. Same varsity time, same varsity place, 885JFM.